Hello, and welcome to Becoming, hosted by Lisa Loveland and Costa Hansis. This podcast is focused on helping you become the best version of yourself. And no matter where you are on that journey, we hope to bring you one step closer with every episode. Now, please join me in welcoming your hosts, Lisa Loveland and Costa Hansis. Welcome to Becoming. Thank you all for joining. Today, we have Sir Lord Travis Wright. He is the podcast host of Bad Crypto. He has combined over probably 50 years with his team of digital marketing experience. He's been in the NFT space since 2017, and he has created a crazy 500,000 NFTs in their collection that sold over 2 million in six months. So, Sir Lord Travis, welcome. We're happy to have you. Thanks for your time. Hey, it's my my pleasure to be here. And I got to I always got to clarify that the Sir Lord part is it's like I'm a Scottish landowner. So that technically <laughs> made me a Lord. Yeah. And then there's a there's this um, island off of uh, Ireland, I believe. And the, it's called Sealand and they knighted us. So now we're Joel and I are knighted and we're Lords. So it's Sir Lord Travis Wright. So it's so fancy. It just makes it's me very laugh. fancy. I love it. I like when I get messages on LinkedIn. They're like, hello, Sir Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I always remember like Scott Disick from like uh, Kardashians, like purposely like it's he's actually a lord. So now he jokes around saying that he goes by Lord Scott Disick because he had some sort of thing and I don't even know. I think it was Scotland or like Great Britain or somewhere yeah. that he a lord. So now he just like jokes that everybody has to call him. A lord. I think it's the best sixty nine dollars I ever spent was getting some little plot of land in Scotland so I could be a lord. <laughs> yeah, that's a good investment to me. That's right. Yeah. So, Travis, why don't you start with, um, we don't have to go through the whole background as how you got into NFTs, but you're such a big person in the space. And I I'm mean, just a big person in general. I need to work on that, though. <laughs> New Year's resolution. <laughs> don't we all have that one? Um, I'm becoming smaller. Oh, there you go. See? Um, so, one of the, uh, when I listened to you on one of your YouTube videos, you had said, um, we have to be the hero that we're looking for. I love that. You talked about uh, delivering up delight to your to your your audience and your community mm-hmm. in order to have a successful project, um, and that community is important. And that really is a mindset, and it can be successful in any endeavor in any business. Mm-hmm. So I really it jumped out at us your your outlook on life. Um, and you're going to talk about um, the Shaman project you're doing, you know, through this podcast about helping people. Uh, with cancer and healing and it's um, giving them a lot of different avenues that are not traditional medicine to go down. I think it's fascinating. Both Costa and I are into that world as well. Um, So why don't we, let's, let's start with um, why, why you really jumped into the NFT space Mm. and what do you think think is what makes it NFT desirable? And let me back up. Talk to talk to our audience as though they don't know that much about NFTs. I think for the people that know about it, it's it's an it's like wow, I totally get it. Once you get it, you, you can see all the opportunities in it. But yeah. there is a bit of a bridge to get people in the mainstream to understand why this is going to be such a big mm. industry. Okay, a lot of lots to unwrap there. That's a good. That's a complex uh, question. Well, there's. I would say this. You know, so I started out, as I said, I've been in digital marketing for a long time, and I just really wasn't a fan of how big tech has been sort of censoring people and kind of doing what's doing. And we got into crypto 
and uh, really we started we did we started Bad Crypto Podcast back in July of 2017, and in December of 2017, um, we heard about Crypto Kitties, and we were just laughing. We're like, "What Crypto Kitties? These are like so you mean tell me this one JPEG can have sex with this JPEG and have baby JPEGs? Really? Wow!" But then we thought about it. And we were like, "Dude, this is amazing!" Like. There's some really amazing stuff that's going to happen on this. And so to explain an NFT to someone who maybe doesn't know what an NFT is, a lot of people think, well, it's just a JPEG. It's an image. What? It's nothing. But really, it can be uh, it's it's it can be vital media, which I like to say vital video, images, text, audio links. It can be any of those. It can be a combination of those. It can be 360. It can be VRAR. It can be geo proximity based. It can unlock at venues. It can unlock or evolve over time. It's essentially a programmable piece of code, a little smart computer that you can get it to do anything that you can imagine it to do. And so, you know, right now, a lot of people are, you know, what's the big craze is the profile pictures, right? Like, oh, here's an ape and here's a uh, thing. But really the, the ability to unlock experiences and to, to have a roadmap and to have utility that they actually do things and own and, and, and it ties into ownership. You know, you guys say you talk about a lot, a lot on real about real estate here. You know, that deed to that that deed to that re- piece of real estate eventually is going to be on the blockchain in the form of an NFT, right? right. And it's a whole, whole yeah. hell of a lot easier to transfer that to somebody than to have to go through to go down, <laughs> get the title and get this and go over here and try to find somebody and notarize it. And like, man, it's no, you block it's a blockchain, you you transfer it. And so we saw this at an early at an early stage. We, we we first reported. We were actually the very first podcast to ever mention NFTs, non fungible tokens, in December of 2017. And we started working on them and started doing stuff around NFTs really early, just because we saw it. So Joel Tom and I, and Joel's my my co-host. You know, we're marketing guys, and we could see how this is going to be so big for marketing. It's going to have so many different angles, so many different fun things you could do with NFTs, and so. That's really what sort of brought it to us. And, and um, you know, we, we launched our first series, Blockchain Heroes, on the WAX ecosystem. WAX is built specifically for NFTs. We launched this in uh, August of 2020. We've done, a, we've done a bunch of other NFT stuff, but this series right here is big. And we've actually minted over a million and a half NFTs now wow. on wow. WAX um, with different properties. And mo- most all our own IP that we come up and we created without a, from, from scratch. Blockchain Heroes, you can check that out at bcheroes.com. This is basically a journey to educate people about blockchain and why, you know, this sort of battle of centralization of like, you know, the big tech and big government and big pharma and all these things are centralized. They are owned and they are beholden to their stockholders, right? They're not really beholden to the normal citizen. They're beholden to their stockholders. And decentralized is more beholden to the stakeholder or the people who are who are part of the ecosystem. The, and anybody can be part of it. It's it's very uh, inclusive. Anyone can be part of it. So, you know, the, the changing of the guard has been really exciting to me. And so, you know, these blockchain heroes, we, we created these. And, and one of the things is, is that, you know, the, the, the media and Hollywood, you know, they in the entertainment space has sort of, you know, bamboozled people and they're kind of thinking that, oh, yeah, Superman's going to come save us or Batman or the Avengers. Like, 
But actually, there's not a whole lot of superheroes on Earth, but there's a whole lot of supervillains, right? And so we have to be the heroes. That's what I said at, at NFT that. NYC, is that we have to be the heroes. We have to use decentralized technologies to take power away from the powers that be and give it back to the people in, in a fair process. And so we're seeing that with, with, with NFTs and Web3, and we're seeing that with DAOs, which are decentralized autonomous organizations, which you're going to start seeing more of that on. We're seeing that with the metaverse and these this GameFi stuff that's popping up, which allows people to play games to earn crypto. There's also things that are popping out that's going to allow people to play any game and earn because of the layers that's going on top of stuff. So we are in one of the biggest shifts of power, I think, in the history of technology, at least, where the power is going, you know, because Web1 was all about people create content. And then you can go to the website and you can read it, but you can't really interact with it. Right. Web two was you can read it, but then you can also create it and write it, right? So like, so web two creators are creating content, more content create influencers that create content, right? Mm -hmm. Well, web three is you can read it, you can write it, and you own it, right? So the yes. fact is you can own digital assets. That's one of the biggest things I think with, with Satoshi Nakamoto when he created Bitcoin, uh, <clears throat> eliminating the double spend. For example, if I send Lisa over here an MP3, I can send Coast to that same MP3. There's no, mm -hmm. it's the exact one. It's, it's easily duplicated, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. But with Bitcoin, I, I can send $10 to Lisa, but I can't send that same $10 to Costa, right? There's a double spend feature that's built in. And so that allows that, that feature, as it's been expounded on in different technologies with Ethereum and some of these other chains, allow you to own digital assets and this ownership is the wave of 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 the future we're gonna these isn't going away this is not a fad people go oh nfts they're a fad yeah, they yeah. are not they are the beginning of a very complex structure of ownership moving forward and uh uh exclusive uh, abilities to join certain things like it's this is a whole new way of doing business mm -hmm. Totally. I think everybody, as you mentioned before, too, is so caught up on the PFP aspect of like board apes and stuff like that. They don't really realize that the technology is the best part of it and the utility that you can do and the things that you can build on this is just next level. And what we've noticed, too, is just the level of collaboration in the space is just insane. It's unlike anything other I've ever seen. People are just willing to help. And it's because we're really just building, as you said before, a new platform. It's all new where everybody really has to build over again and build these things. And that's not going to happen unless we come together and kind of, as you said, take away that corporate essence, um, C-suite executive different and make it into what you said, DAOs too. We're super into DAOs and we think that's going to be insane. Who knows what the legality, it's tough. I know we had Chef Dizzy on from Junkyard Dogs before and he was talking about how it's tough, especially if you're new into and building something in the preliminary stages, then a couple of years from now, you find out what you did is illegal. But at the end of the day, it's kind of, it's a gray area in terms of DAOs. And so it's a it's, area. it so is. It's been one of those things. Well, this whole crypto thing has been a gray area. And a lot, you know, what's so crazy about it is that uh, a lot of the innovation is leaving America. A lot of the innovation is happening in other countries because the the all-knowing leaders that we have in, in the in the government have created sort of regulations and restrictions that basically people just go, well, I'm, the next Silicon Valley is not in America, folks. It's going to be in Singapore. It's going to be in Switzerland. It's going to be in other places. It's not in America, Hong Kong. The reason is, is because, you know, the, the clampdown. And for example, so 
you know, CryptoKitties was created by Axiom Zen, which created Dapper Labs. Dapper Labs also created Flow. The Flow blockchain, I knew the Flow blockchain was coming out. I'm like, oh man, CryptoKitties guys and NBA Top Shots, this is going to be awesome. They're, uh, and you could get their tokens for 10 cents a piece uh, at, the, at, their, at their ICO. However, the only three countries that could not participate were North Korea, Iran, and the United States of America. Like, are you serious? Like those, that's the company that we keep. And it's like, I can go take $50,000 and go blow it on lottery, or I can go to the casino and say, put 50 grand on black, but I can't put 15, 20 grand on flow at 10 cents. Cause I know it's going to be $10 down the road. Like it's like, it's almost like some things are set up. So they, they try to get in our way. So we can't become wealthy. Like the, the wealthies kind of maintain their own sort of cycle of wealth amongst themselves, but they really try to stymie the growth for other normal people be under the guise of protecting you from yourself. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. thank you, big daddy government. <laughs> when do you think that um, this new way of being is going to become more of a household uh, conversation? Mm-hmm. Don't know. I don't know that it matters. I know that, uh, that uh, the thing is, is that people need to do the research on it. If this is, if this is hitting you between the ears now, it's the first time you've heard about it. Go down the rabbit hole, do some more research on it and see if it's relevant to you. Um, the, the Becoming a household name, I, it doesn't that's irrelevant to me. It's a matter of educating people when they're ready. Like, are mm-hmm. you, when, you know, it's that whole thing is like when, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So maybe the teacher has appeared for you because you're listening to this right now and you want to go down it and figure out what, where is your space? So what I sell, I say, folks, a lot of times, People who are getting into this, there a lot of them aren't even even into crypto yet. They're like, "What? How can they even be thinking about a DAO when they don't even have a Coinbase account and having started collected or traded or have a MetaMask account yet?" So I always say this: It's like if you don't know jack shit about crypto yet, then you're crypto level zero. And if you want, you need to do some research on it, see if it's for you. Those people, I say this: Listen to our episode number two ten. Badco.in is the URL. It looks like bad coin, but it's badco.in forward slash 210-210. And listen to it. It's the intro to blockchain crypto. We did it a couple of years ago. It's still highly relevant. You got to get that foundation and understand what is crypto. Then crypto level one, I think is, you know, you get your Coinbase account, you connect your bank, you buy a little crypto, you're regularly buying it. You start, you're, re, you're understanding it. Uh, crypto level two, maybe you need to get your MetaMask account or set up, right? Now you got an Ethereum wallet. You got to make sure you, save all your private keys somewhere. If not, you lose your crew keys, you lose your crypto. There's no, there's no customer service that Karen can call to get their money back and talk to a manager. Sorry, Karen, you're out of gas. But um, what, then it's like the next level. So once you got your MetaMask and you can do some NFT stuff, right? You can connect it to OpenSea and then maybe you want to get on Binance and maybe you want to do some swapping of coins. And so you can learn how to then add other networks to your MetaMask. Maybe you add Binance Smart Chain and some of these other ones to your MetaMask. And now you can do PancakeSwap and Uniswap. And now you're crypto level three, baby. You're learning, you're, you're yeah. getting good. Now you got, you're feeling comfortable. You know, you're going on CoinGecko and you're looking at the categories section. And then you're like saying, you're doing research in individual areas. You're finding new gems. You're like, oh man, I'm going to buy this coin. And they then it thousand X's and now, and then, you know, Next thing you know, level five crypto as you move to Puerto Rico. There you go. I was going to say, yeah, coming up next. (laughs) Go to Puerto Rico. I'm I'm coming with you down there. Um, That's, I mean, that's that's where I am. I live in Puerto Rico. I know. 
I mean, that's so true though. When I first started learning about NFTs and stuff like that, I, I'm sure I saw, of course, like a Gary V video, TikTok. I'm pretty sure I saw you before too, but it never really clicked at that time. But in the beginning, it was just these videos. And I was like, you can't just go through these videos and the rabbit hole of just watching videos. You need to actually go through the process of what you said. And it wasn't until then where I started trading it, did the Coinbase, set up a MetaMask, started trading NFT, started swapping coins that I really got a true understanding of it. It's kind of like stock trading at the end of the day when I used to do some stocks and still do. I didn't learn it until, yeah, set up a paper trading account and then do that. That's okay, preliminary steps, but you need to lose some money and actually put some money in there to really learn it. So I think the same thing goes with NFTs because people really don't know too much. And you ask somebody like, hey, what about this? And you, and you really ask them, they don't know the answers. They're like, oh I, oh, I saw a project with anything. People, I've been making a like, kind of a mission now, especially when I ask me a question, like really be like, oh, a specific question. And they don't really know. And it's like, people are just reading headlines at the end of the day. The same thing with the government. You'd rather read the headline than actually see the full video clip and get the truth, which is just, I guess it's that click dopamine hits of just quick TikToks that kind of led people against that. Well, you see the same thing over and over again from all these different mainstream outlets. And then you begin to believe that that's the truth, even though a lot of times that's their narrative that they're pushing to you. And so, you know, I've been aware of that since like 2000. That In the year 2000 was when I realized that the Federal Reserve Bank is neither federal nor is it a reserve. And then I learned the origins of the Federal Reserve Bank and then how the Federal Reserve Bank was created alongside with the IRS. And then you learn who the trustees of the Federal Reserve Bank are. There are these very elite families that have been around for a very long time. And those families own the trust. They're the trustees of the Federal Reserve Bank. And when we pay our IRS taxes, they go direct. You know, when you hear, oh, we owe $23 trillion in debt to who? Who, who we owe that to? Uh, you don't really ever know that. You don't ever ask, well, what, how's America $23 trillion in debt to who, right? Well, it's those trustees of the Federal Reserve Bank. And then they use all that money to buy into major corporations, that, right? They sit on the boards on all these major corporations. They buy uh, the media companies. You, you, you pay a media personality a million, $2 million a year. And guess what? They're going to say whatever the hell you want them to say, right? That newsroom is beholden to you. And right, so- you know, media, politics, influence, all boils down to money. Who prints the money? Who owns the money? Who runs the money? It's the trustees of the Federal Reserve Banking System, and it's a global system at this point. So once you realize that, you go, wow, crypto is the one way that we can potentially free ourselves from the shackles of modern uh, society through this economy that's been built up on consumerism. Buy, 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 buy. Never-ending stream of buy, 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 buy. And the stock market goes up and to the right forever. Is that how it goes? No. Eventually, it falls off the cliff. And because the paper money system is going to run out of juice, and it's going to die, and there's going to be a crazy transition that ends up happening. And I think it's sooner than most people would probably like to guess that it's that, how close it is. But I think it's really close. Totally. The, the creature, is it the creature of Jekyll Island or something? About yes, Jekyll that right there is the definitive book on understanding crazy book. what is happening. <clears throat> Everybody read. I've read like I got the audiobook, started reading, and it was already like some guy did a video joke and saying this is the secret book that they don't want you to read. And I was like, I gotta read the oh, book yeah. now. <laughs> G. Edward Griffin. Well, that's one of the things. It's like once once social media bans somebody, then I always go and read their content. I'm like, why why do they not? Why are they scared of us hearing this person's information? Yeah. And if you mm -hmm. do that, you're gonna find more of the truth than than if you just <laughs> if you don't do that. Right. I would say that. And luckily I got a lot of time. I do a podcast. I have businesses, but it's like, I've been on my own essentially since 2008 and I've gone down rabbit holes and just, I just spend time on what interests me. 
I don't watch a lot. Of t- I don't waste time watching television a whole lot. I don't mm-hmm. waste time playing video games a whole lot. I just haven't never spent time doing that. I don't go watch movies. I don't watch TV. I watch a sporting event every now and again because uh, I'm from Kansas City, so I like the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'll watch a football game. I basically, I bet I'll spend five hours a week max on media. If that, that's a lot most weeks. I mean, I don't even, a lot of times I don't even watch the whole football game. I'll just like watch the highlights of it. I don't even care. So, you know, I spend more time doing things I think that are important and trying to move. How can I, how, why are we here on earth right now? What is our mission? Why, why, how the universe and its omnipotence, why did it decide to place me here now during the most, one of the most tumultuous times in history? Why are we all here right now? And I think that, you know, there's some little star seeds out there. We're all this spiritual yeah. being having this human experience. And, you know, this, we're all living in our meat suit. We got this yeah. meat suit and we're trying to figure out what it is, but most people are spending this time on wasteful activities that add zero value. Yeah. And so, you know what, Best, worst case scenario, it's like, I'm here to evolve my soul. So it's like, yeah. I'm not going to waste time on things that don't matter. So it's like, I realized that was a core essence of like, so I'm here. I don't know what this is. But I'm going to evolve my soul. I'm not necessarily a religious person, but I'm pretty spiritual. I'm trying to figure out what it all means. I go down rabbit holes. I try to understand it all. I've gone down lots of ancient wisdom paths mm. along the way. I've studied with multiple shamans in my in my journey so far of trying to understand what it all means, which kind of leads me now to the project that I'm working on that, that, that I'm having a lot of fun with. And you referenced it, you referenced it earlier, Lisa, is uh, it's a project called Soul Shamans, mm. S-O-L. S-H-A-M-A-N-S.com. And we were originally going to launch them on Solana, but soul shamans are, are a reference to the sun, right? And the sun has a lot of power, has a lot of energy. In fact, if you don't get enough vitamin D, then you can get really sick, which a lot of people do every winter. So most of the time when they go, oh, it's flu season, it's actually vitamin D deficiency season. And so make sure to get your vitamin D up. And, um, but the soul shamans is all about this ancient wisdom. And so I have a friend, uh, Oz Sultan, who, you know, great dude, he's been a blockchain. He's actually, he's a very interesting character. He's a Muslim and he's a conservative New Yorker uh, who coincidentally voted for Trump. And, but he's actually worked with the government to help against anti-terrorism. It's like one of the most interesting people, like what you like this and that, like, whoa, tell me more. This is like, whoa, how's this? You know, you learn more from people who disagree with you in cases than you do than listening to the echo chamber, right? But I think people have forgotten a lot of that. They don't want to hear things they don't believe. They want to hear things that, that you know, doesn't conflict with what they believe that makes them feel better about their choices or whatever. I don't know, but it's, I, I like to push those buttons and debate with people that I don't agree with because it helps me learn more. And then I, I, it's, it's a better growing thing. But anyway, so Oz has uh, uh, stage three cancer. And we launched that system. We launched blockchain heroes that I mentioned early. And so he's Oz, wizard of Oz. He's the Sultan, right? So he's the, he's the wizard in uh, series one of blockchain heroes. So we thought, Hey, maybe we put together these series of wizards and we commemorate them and we help out Oz and we take a percentage of that money to help out Oz with his, you know, two, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollars worth of medical expenses, even though he's got amazing health care. How does that even work? I don't even, I don't even know how that works, but so we thought of that and then we just evolved over time into this thing called soul shamans. And um, we were going to launch this on the winter solstice, but Solana had so much congestion, just amazing amount of congestion up until new year's day, still congestion. 
And it's like they got DDoS. Something happened on Solana. They have not fully recovered it. They have not done a, um, you know, post-mortem on what has happened. So I'm, I don't know if I'm going to put do because I really love the idea. Soul Shamans, the Solstice. Though, you know, it's on Solana, it's cute, but it doesn't have to be. I want it to be on the best platform. So we might put it on Polygon. We're trying to figure that out. But what we're doing is 50% of the proceeds of this are going into a helping DAO. It's called Helping DAO. We own helpingdao.com. That's uh, not site's not up yet, but we're still working on it. Um, and 50% uh, of the proceeds from the shamans are going to go to that. And what we're doing is we're actually doing something I don't think anybody's done yet is we're going to then create this token called help, which is tied to the value of the money that's in that vault. So a lot of times people create a token and then it becomes wildly priced because of who got, who knows why, why is Shiba worth $50 billion? I have no idea. There's no money in a vault anywhere that's, that's tied to that. There's no value in a vault. So we're going to try to put stuff that's like, you know, partner with people. They'll give us tokens, NFTs. They'll go into the vault. They were just going to have this valuable vault where um, the value of that's going to be tied to the help token that, that gets created. And so what's going to happen is you have your, your soul shaman. You're going to stake that. And then that's the only way that this help token gets generated. But we're doing some cool stuff with that. We're doing the help. We're doing the soul shaman. Then uh, a couple a couple months later, we're going to do the spell book where you can actually create the spell book. And all these ancient wisdoms are going to be built in there. The zodiac, the chakras. Reiki symbols, sacred geometry symbols, sophisio frequency, binaural beats, tarot stuff, all these different ancient wisdoms and symbols from all over. Huna symbols. We're going to have the Mayan kin uh, symbols that are in there. And there's going to be power words and mantras and different stuff. So basically you create your, it's, it's basically creating these little mystical mementos, these little healing artifacts that are going to allow people to kind of go down the, go down the path of this ancient wisdom. And we're basically putting ancient wisdom on the blockchain. That's what we're doing with the, with the, with the thing is we're going to take all these different ancient wisdoms. We've got, we have 21 artists from around the world. And we're, we've, I think we're up to like 30, 40 different wizards now from around wizards and shamans and witches and all this from around the world, like Asia, Australia, Mayan ones, you know, like the Merlin type wizards. And it's just like a, a Greek one. Like, like we got like a kick-ass Zeus. Like if you get the Zeus, that's like a super <laughs> badass rare one. Like all these different cool characters from out time. And then, and each one of them is interchangeable amongst itself. So basically, you know how you get a board, you got a board ape and there's like, here's the board ape face. And this is like 10,000 of this face in different ways. Well, right. we have 45 different ones of those. And each one is its own individual sort of you know, uh, uh, generative piece. So it's like the artwork is phenomenal. We got some amazing artists on this. So that's the goal is to launch that, uh, on the, on the platform of choice, uh, in, uh, on the, on the spring equinox on March Perfect. 21st. Yeah. My birth, our birthday months. Yeah. Here. We're both Pisces. Oh, I'm Aries. Nice. I'm Aries. You're Aries. You just, yeah. The 30th. Right okay. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I'm looking. So that, that's such a necessary thing too, that, it's just, it's good to see that people are doing projects like that, not just like different projects that are just uh, generative art with no back utility. It's good to see how people are actually doing something that can really make a difference in the world. So I congratulate you guys for doing that. That's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, we're trying to do, we're going to do a seven-year roadmap, minimal. And so uh, everything's about seven. There's going to be 7,777 shaman. There's going to be 7,777 spell books. And then what's going to be cool is once we build this out, part of our roadmap is once you get a shaman and once you get your spell book, 
then you can actually come to the, uh, once the app is built, be able to come to the site once a day per wallet, no matter how many shamans or whatever, and you can come put those together, work the magic, and then boom, you're going to get an affirmation or a power word or some sort of really cool. It's like basically drawing an Oracle card that you can then mint as an NFT to either give to someone or you can wow. use it to stake it for help. So like, okay. so basically the, the soul shamans are going to be the ones that are staked for the most amount of help. The mm -hmm. spell books will be probably 50% of those. Then there's going to be some super rare uh, soul shaman that'll be staked for massive amounts of help. Like if you get, so it just all depends on it. And it's going to be a, it's going to be pretty much a fair launch. And um, we got to have a, uh, on, on Valentine's day, I believe we're, we're going to launch the mint pass, but we're going to do it uh, in Solana on this, but there's the whole clogged network just made it impossible to do. So we're just, it's like, okay, we got the power of the, the sauces. We're going to do everything on big things on the solstice and on the equinox. And then also uh, every, every, every moon. So there's 13 moons in a year. Every moon will do a special drop of some sort or something cool as well. So this, that's the whole goal. It's going to be 7.77 billion tokens, seven, 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 seven. And uh, so it's all about the sevens. It's luck and magic and, uh, and then driving people back to nature and then uh, connecting people with ancient wisdom to kind of help them go down rabbit holes to see which ones resonate with them. That's phenomenal. I love it. Um, Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. And I, I know your time is short, so I, I want to be cognizant of that. Um, so this might be a good place to stop and end by saying um, fascinating. Thanks so much for your time. We will uh, certainly stay in touch and keep an eye on all these projects. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me come on. And uh, you know what? It's like it, this Web3 world has a lot of possibilities. And so you know, you're listening to this right now, you might not know where you fit in, but it's time to start doing some research on it because this could, this could help spark something within you that has been dormant for a while, or maybe never even in this existence been alive. So like, yeah. you know, you know, we're not, we're not meant to come to earth and work nine to five for some Yahoo and, and we're here to create and do good stuff and make the world a little better place and evolve your soul along the way. So if you can find ways to do that. And then, and then add value. And then by the result of that, you earn money. Wow. It's great. Wow, so it's like, right? Money yeah, is not no, the I driving force, folks. It, it does help though. Yep. Awesome. Couldn't agree more. Great. All right. Thank you. Be the hero, I guess, right? You got it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Becoming. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode.